Hey everyone, this is your host Sonia and welcome to Sonia Space. I've created this friendly space to inspire and encourage my listeners throughout their day. On this podcast series, I want to talk about life, relationships, mental health, women empowerment, hardships, and new experiences. My goal is to have an authentic and vulnerable discussion with my listeners. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sonia Space. This space is for people looking to be inspired, but also looking for thought-provoking conversations and wanting to challenge cultural social norms, overall wanting to be a better version of themselves. This is episode nine, and we're doing things a little differently today, not only do I want my space for serious and thought-provoking conversations, I would also like to come on here and talk about my personal life and share tips with you guys and build this bond with you all where we can share our experiences and understand that we're you know, all in the same boat and we're able to relate to each other. So by popular request on Instagram, uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I post a lot of polls and sneak peeks for upcoming episodes. But based off of a poll I did last week uh, by popular request, I was asked to talk about my skincare routine and skincare tips. I think one of my goals as a podcast host is to ensure that I'm really considering the opinions and the requests of my listeners and my followers on Instagram, on TikTok, on threads. And I want to utilize and build this space for you. And I'm always open to suggestions and feedback. And I'm really looking forward to talking about today's topic, which like I said, is a little different than what I've been doing previously. For today's topic, I will go into my skincare routine in detail and also just some skincare tips that I have for you. You know, overall your physical well-being and mental well-being and you know that also impacts your skincare health. And as someone who is 33 years old going on 34, I have a decent amount of experience experimenting on my skin. I've used low-end products. I've used products that are more on the high end in terms of prices. I've used medical grade products. I've used drugstore products. And it's basically catering to my skincare needs. And I hope with my experience and my skincare routine, I hope that you're able to take these tips and use this to invest in some good quality skincare products that do the work. And that work could mean anything, anything that caters to your skincare needs, be it hyperpigmentation, dryness, dullness, acne, whatever it is. I want to come on here and really advocate for prioritizing your skincare health. So first we want to ask ourselves, why having a skincare regimen good for you? Why is it beneficial for you? There are multiple reasons why implementing a good skincare routine is advantageous and beneficial for you. And I'm going to name some that have personally benefited me based on my skincare needs. Number one reason for me is maintaining skin health. So for those of you that don't know, I suffer from eczema. I was actually diagnosed with contact dermatitis uh, sometime back in college. And then 
over the last, I would say, five years, I've been having horrible flare-ups and I'm able to basically manage it right now. But overall, my skin wasn't doing so great for multiple reasons. I am allergic to something that I come into contact with on my skin. So regular skin care and making sure that I'm moisturizing my body and moisturizing my face and keeping it clean and protecting it from environmental damage, these are really good for me to prevent issues of dryness, which can cause eczema for me. And, you know, dryness can also cause premature aging. Another reason why you want to have proper a proper skincare regimen is you want to be able to protect your skin from sun damage. And using a sunscreen daily and then trying to reapply throughout the day, it is very vital for your skin. It's a vital component and it protects your skin from harmful UV rays. And as you know, it can cause sunburn, it can cause premature aging, and depending on your type of skin and how much melanin you have in your skin, it can even cause skin cancer. So now is the time to make sure that you're using a sunscreen every day. Another reason why you want to have proper a proper skincare regimen is you want to be able to protect your skin from sun damage. And Using a sunscreen daily and then trying to reapply throughout the day, it is very vital for your skin. It's a vital component and it protects your skin from harmful UV rays. And as you know, it can cause sunburn, it can cause premature aging. And depending on your type of skin and how much melanin you have in your skin, it can even cause skin cancer. So now is the time to make sure that you're using a sunscreen every day. Last but not least, having good skin builds and boosts your confidence. You know, the first thing you do when you see someone is their face. You notice their face. Now, when their face is non-texturized and has a good glow, you come off really confident. So when you take care of your health, your skin looks fresh and glowy and full of life and when you see yourself in the mirror you automatically build this level of confidence and it's because that's the first thing you notice on someone is their face i now want to get into my personal step by step skincare routine. I did not start implementing a skincare routine until I was 28. And before then, I wasn't even using sunscreen. I was barely using a moisturizer at that. And I was just using a basic regular drugstore facial cleanser. And once I started implementing a good skincare routine, I've had a lot of people asked me what my skincare routine is based off my age. I am 33 now and I've been very consistent with my skincare routine. And even when I go to see my esthetician, I usually always get compliments from her that I've been taking really good care of my skin. So I can vouch for my skincare routine. It has done wonders to my skin and I'm still exploring. I'm still learning. There are certain things that I haven't done to my skin as of yet, 
such as a chemical peel or Botox. And I will eventually look into this once I reach the age of 35. But right now, whatever I'm doing, it is working for me. So the first thing that I do when I wake up is I don't necessarily wash my face every morning, especially if I've washed my face the night before. I had an esthetician who looked amazing for someone that was in their 60s. She told me not to wash your face too much because it's not good for your epidermis. You're actually you know, taking off those skin cells and drying up your skin. So if you've washed your skin the night before, the following morning, you should just use a cleansing oil or micellar water. So if I haven't washed my face the night before, which is pretty rare, what I do is I start my day off with using micellar water or cleansing oil to just clean off my skin, just the leftover residue from the night before, any dirt or things of that sort. And I immediately then start to use a vitamin C serum or a serum that contains antioxidant. And the best one that I have used so far, I've used Skin Better, I've used some drugstore products, but by far the best one that I have used where I can tell immediate difference, and I do like the way it smells, is the SkinCeuticals Ferulic Acid. Now, it is a little bit on the pricier side, but it'll last you a good, I would say, four to five months. It's around a hundred something dollars, but you only need a few drops to put on your face, and my face immediately starts to feel tight and supple and it's really good for hyperpigmentation which is something that I do have because of the type of skin that I have and it's really good for brightening so I always apply that every morning right before my sunscreen now my sunscreen routine honestly I am not too picky about my sunscreen so I have two options I've been using the Elta MD tinted sunscreen for years it's a very popular sunscreen because it's kind of tinted and it looks really good and dewy on your skin so i have been using that for years but if i'm trying to save a little bit of money because yes skincare can get expensive i have gotten the in this free daily uv defense sunscreen so this one doesn't have a white cast and it's a broad spectrum of spf 36 it smells good and it's not too pricey i think it's only like 15 or 16 dollars on amazon i would have to double check but i mean compared to elta md which is closer to 40 dollars, this is an alternative and it works really well with my skin and an add-on to my sunscreen a supplement is for when I'm traveling or hiking, I also use the Super Goop Spray-On sunscreen that you can reapply to your face. So if I know that my skin's going to get a lot of exposure in the sun, that's when I also use that Spray-On sunscreen as well. Next up, I use a moisturizer on my skin. And honestly, I'm also not so picky about having a moisturizer as long as it moisturizes me enough it does the work I'm not picky on a certain product but there are a few that I have used which I feel like have been good I go back and forth 
One of them is a CeraVe moisturizing cream. Another one that I've used is the Estee Lauder Resilience Multi-Effect Tripeptide Face and Neck Cream. And it also has a little bit of sunscreen, some broad spectrum of SPF 15. The best moisturizer I've ever used, and it's more on the high end, and I did use it for some time where my skin was really dull and dry, is the Zoe Skin Hydrating Cream. That is the best moisturizer I have used in my life. And it's $120, but it is so good for your skin. I only use a little bit and apply to my face at night and also right after my sunscreen. And it works wonders. I haven't used that moisturizer in a while, but I would highly recommend this moisturizer. Another moisturizer that I've heard is really good. Uh, I've been referred to that by my esthetician. It wasn't required, but it is more on the high end side. Uh, it is the Skin Better Science Trio Rebalancing Moisture Treatment. Apparently, there's a lot of heavy hydration that comes with this moisturizing cream. I think I may invest in this cream later on, but right now, honestly, I'm not too picky about the type of moisturizer I'm using as long as it's doing the work. Throughout the day, I try to make sure that I am drinking enough water. So keeping yourself hydrated is really good for your skin. Every time I go to my esthetician, she knows if I've been drinking enough water or not because my skin starts to look really dull. And you know, sometimes I'm just not good at it. But what has really helped me, which I'm sure has helped a lot of women, the Stanley water bottle. I don't know what it is, but I try to drink two or three times that bottle every day. Make sure that you stay hydrated from the inside out and also Try to drink water before bed and right when you wake up as well. It's also really good for your skin. For my nighttime routine, I do double cleansing always. So I have two options for my double cleanser. Either I use micellar water, which is really good. But if I have a lot of makeup on my face or if I'm just coming home from like going out... I first use makeup wipes and I use the Neutrogena Hydra Boost makeup wipes because it has hyaluronic acid in it and it makes my skin feel so good. So I use that makeup wipe and then I use a cleanser before I actually wash my face with like a foaming cleanser. So I have two options of micellar water and then I also recently started using this Korean skincare product. It is the Face Shop Rice Water brightening light cleansing oil. So this is a Korean product. It's a gentle but hydrating daily face cleansing oil. And this stuff is just melts all my makeup off my face, the dirt, the makeup, and it feels so good afterwards. Like my skin feels so good. I use that cleanser and then sometimes I use cotton pads to remove it or sometimes I just use water that also works. The next step would be to use a facial cleanser. So I have two options. One is the CeraVe foaming face cleanser. You want a foaming cleanser that does a more deeper cleanse, but I don't use it every day because I'm also incorporating another type of cleanser, which is 
the Acure Brightening Facial Scrub. It's made with sea kelp and French green clay. And it's a really good face scrub and I use it two to three times a week, but it really cleans up my skin and smooths out the texture of my skin. You know, be it sometimes I have dry skin, sometimes it's texturized skin, but this is a really good regimen that I've added to my nighttime cleansing routine. Once I'm done washing my face, I have a few more skincare steps that I incorporate into my routine. So three times a week, I use the CeraVe Resurfacing Retinol Serum, and it's very moisturizing. You just need a pea-sized amount to apply to your face. When I first started doing this, my skin was purging, but eventually your skin gets used to it. I do not use retinoids right now. My doctor has recommended that I don't use it for multiple reasons. So I have resorted to a retinol serum, which is really good for anti-aging and cell turnover. It's really good to bring out the new layer of skin. So retinol is helpful with that process. Another thing I do sometimes is I use the Murad. It's an orange vial. It's the rapid color correcting serum. And anytime I have like a pimple or a scar or any form of hyperpigmentation on my face, man, that stuff does some work. Anytime someone tells me that they have a post-inflammatory mark on their face or like a scar, I always tell them to get this product. So I started using this product about four or five years ago, and initially they would have hydroquinone as an active ingredient, but they don't anymore because of new FDA regulations, because it is a very strong ingredient, but it still does the work. I feel like it was a little bit better before, but I feel like it still it does the job, but it takes a little bit longer. It is great for hyperpigmentation. I also use a retinol overnight cream for around my eyes so around my eye areas so you cannot use a regular retinol cream serum or retinoid cream around your eye area because that area that layer of skin is very sensitive so you have to invest in a product where it's safe to use around your eye area so i got the skin better science IMAX Alpha Ret Overnight Cream. So I use this the days that I'm using the retinol just around my eyes, and then I use the CeraVe Retinol Cream for the rest of my face. And then I move on to my moisturizer. Like I explained earlier, I don't have a separate moisturizer for nighttime. I just use whatever I use during the day. And then the last thing I use is I ran into this product at Nordstrom. It is the Bigelow Rose Salve. It is a salve for your lips and it has 10%, just kidding, 1% of rose extract. And this is the best lip balm I've ever used in my life outside of CarMax but it smells so good and I get dry lips a lot especially from the winter time or applying lipstick and whatnot this is a really good product I feel like when I was using the Laneige lip balm it would feel good initially but it would dry out my lips even more and I'm not the only person that has experienced that but this is my go-to lip balm now. I'm going to buy a few more of these 
definitely look into it. The Bigelow Rose Self. It's spelled out as B-I-G-E-L-O-W. I honestly don't even know if I'm saying this right, but it doesn't matter. It does the work. So that is my step-by-step skincare routine. I would highly recommend that you look into these products. I will actually link these products on my Instagram page. I do want to add that outside of doing my skincare routine at home, I also go get a facial every three to four months. I do a customized facial. I haven't done a chemical peel as of yet. That is on my to-do list this year, but I definitely want to do a chemical peel on my face. I feel like I'm now at this age that where I kind of need it. I have this melasma kind of spot on the side of my eyes, which is darkening up. So I would like to get rid of that. So I'm going to start incorporating chemical peels this year. Also making sure, like I said, drinking enough water, eating foods that have antioxidants. Also when you're working out, have you noticed like your skin is glowing, your skin looks good because there's like blood brushing to your face. So working out is also really good for your skin. Try to live a stress-free life. I know I'm, you know, I shouldn't be talking, but I, I do stress out a lot about multiple things, but I've noticed that you can see the stress on my face and the the stress does have an impact on the way my skin looks. Just have a better mindset about stress and have a better way to manage your stress. And that could come from physical activity, that could come from meditating, from praying, whatever you need to do to manage your stress because stress does cause wrinkles. When I'm really stressed out, sometimes I flare up from my eczema. So it's best to maintain a routine a physical routine, a mental health routine, it all comes together and works together to make sure that our skin is looking good externally. Let's move into our next segment. And today I am picking the new thing or new experience that I've had that I want to share with you guys. So recently for Jesse's birthday, for his 34th birthday, we went to a sushi bar in Austin. So I'm not a big sushi person anymore, but I'm a sucker for sashimi, like raw fish on rice with the the right seasonings. It is so freaking good. And I'm also very picky about food, especially sashimi. So I've booked a reservation to go to Sushi Bar and we did this omakase experience, which is something that we've both always wanted to do, but never have. So basically what an omakase experience is, is that you're seated with, I would say like 10, 12 other people. It is a traditional Japanese dining concept where you have the chef create a meal for you. And I looked this up. So omakase actually translates to, I'll leave it up to you in Japanese, which indicates that diners are leaving the selection of dishes entirely in the hands of the chef. So basically the chef is curating a series of dishes based on the freshest and finest ingredients depending on the day depending on the the season and we had like what like 15 different types of sashimis that we had tried and 
my god it was such a great experience i tried many different types of fish and i also had some really good wagyu beef my favorite one was unagi which was the very last sashimi dish and if you don't know what unagi is unagi is eel and it was so delicious i feel like this texture was like slightly chewy but not too chewy but it was it tasted so freaking good so i would highly recommend if you're a sashimi person definitely try out the omakase experience so my husband and i were actually going to japan and korea in a few weeks and i'm really looking forward to getting that authentic japanese omakase experience in japan i mean they serve like eels on a stick wagyu beef sticks and i'm a big foodie and so is my husband and we're not picky eaters at all we're always down to try different things so i'm really looking forward to my experience eating in japan thank you so much for listening in today i am so grateful for all the support and feedback i've been getting don't forget to follow and subscribe to sonia's face and follow me on instagram for sneak peeks on upcoming episodes as well as other inspirational content i hope your day goes well and i've left you feeling inspired bye-bye